This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, yeah. Welcome to a funny feeling podcast. I'm Betsy Sodaro. And I'm Marcy Jaro. This is a podcast where comedians tell us their paranormal experiences and we listen to yours as well. Oh, yeah. And if you have one of these paranormal experiences that you want to share with us, please email it to us at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. Now get cozy and prepare yourself to be scared silly. silly. This is a funny feeling podcast. Hey, Betsy. Marcy. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm really good. I wanted to make an announcement for any of our listeners in Texas slash the Austin area. We're going to be at the 2018 Austin Sketch Fest. Yeah, we are. We're going to do a live uh, podcast show. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. So uh, we're going to be... Uh, Friday, May 20. I don't know. Wait, why can't I know what day it is? Oh, brother, you guys. Whatever the Friday is at the end of the month of May. It's Friday, May 25th at 8 p.m. at the Spider House Ballroom. Ooh, a spider ballroom. Come see Funny Feeling Live, guys. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. We'll post some ticket uh, information so you can make sure you can come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have any friends in Texas or Austin, tell them. Tell to them see. to come. Funny Feeling Live, uh, May 25th at 8 p.m., Spider House Ballroom. Yeah. That was just our promo stuff, right? I mean, yeah. it'll be official later, I guess, yeah, when I get yeah, a real yeah. link for the ticket. When we get a real link for what's going on. Um, Betsy, do you have a spooky oh, story? Oh, Marcy, I do. It takes place in a very old um, mining town in Colorado. Ah, my favorite kind of you town. You love old mining towns. I really do. I do like you? the smell of mines. Oh, really? That cold, damp. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's kind of nice. Like, especially in the summer. Uh-huh. When you, like, go visit a mine, and you're like, ooh, it's, like, cool. Yeah. I think it's great. It's a cool. It's and sweet. also terrible and scary, I guess. Very horrifying, because yeah. you never know when that shit's going to crumble. But whatever. Hey, so not this, our problem. So <laughs> this, I'm going to tell you about a saloon. Okay. In this town called Leadville, Colorado. Ooh. Which is, like. It's full of lead. It's full of lead. Uh, It's. Constantly <laughs> competing to be the highest town in the United States. With who? With this other town that's very close to it that I grew up by called Alma it, Town. It, it is Alma. Who's winning currently? I don't know who's how winning How do they currently. get higher? I mean, they you like build go, a building or something. I don't know how it works. So if they're like, go put a mound of dirt on yeah, the top of the Yeah, and then we'll be tallest. Uh, <laughs> but it's a very high town at 10,200 feet. It's like the base of it. And then it's like, so my parents moved there when I was in college just for a few years. And I would come home to visit and you would like walk up the stairs in the house mm. and I would be winded oh, yeah. for a while. Cause it was hard to fucking breathe, man. I mean, yeah, it was tough, but it's it's a fun little weird little town. You have to adjust your baking temperatures as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember actually when I first, cause I grew up in the mountains of Colorado, and I remember when I first and I went to school in the mountains of Colorado. Yeah, she's a mountain woman, I'm guys. A mountain woman. Uh, but when I first moved to California, I remember um, making pasta. And my water boiled so quick. And you're like, and holy I, And I called cow. my parents. I was like, you guys, my water is boiling so fast. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, because you're not <laughs> high up in the altitude now. I'm like, oh, cool. I, you know what's really funny? I'm from a very low-lying area. Yeah. I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. So we're below sea level where yes. I'm from. So out here, it seems like it takes a long time to boil. 
Well, let's go up to the mountains because it takes forever. Because the altitude is high. I'm at the foothills of the Los Angeles mountain, <laughs> yeah. like the Santa Monica mountain range now. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's so crazy how high the altitude is here. Yeah. Do you so, have trouble breathing? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I need to really get my weight under control. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, terribly fat. <laughs> okay, let's go. No, you are. You're doing great. Thanks. I'm beautiful. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's a it's an old, like, ghost town uh, that was built because there was a bunch of silver oh, okay. all around it. In and Leadville. So, Very misleading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a huge silver town. And, like, at one point in the 19th century, um, it was the second most popular town in the state of Colorado to where they were thinking of making it the capital oh, wow. of Colorado. Like it was a huge booming Just town. Just so many people there. Yes. So many people there looking for silver. Like, and they're. they're you never had to worry about werewolves. Never had to worry about vampires. Uh, uh, that's yeah. why people wanted silver. Yeah. Is to werewolves. Get rid of those werewolves. Shoot them with a silver get bullet. Them. Um, and now it it's it feels like kind of a ghost town. Like there's a community, but it is like oh, this there's is a an lot of empty buildings and this is an old place where you would be blown away to hear like it used to be very popular. But it's a cool a lot of town. places with wooden porches, lots of uh, lots of wooden porches. Uh, but it's a cool town and it's haunted as shit. Nice. Um, one of the most haunted places is an old saloon, and. Uh, and it's still kicking, and we would go whenever we would visit my parents, and Ooh. we would go to the saloon, and it's a fun, it's fun, it's a funny, old timey spooky saloon. Uh, and in in eighteen seventy nine, this saloon opened across from the Tabor Opera House, built by this mining millionaire dude named Horace Tabor. Um, and he supposedly hid his money in this saloon so that his ex-wife couldn't get to it. Man. Uh, and he divorced her to marry a way younger lady named Elizabeth Baby Doe McCourt. No. That's just a little history for you. Horace is a rich person's name. Horace is, yeah, you it, were born rich. Because if you were poor and your name was Horace, they would call you Porus so fast. Oh, of course. Porus. Porus Horace. You're so poor as Horace. Can't even afford a walking chorus. Where it's like Oliver, too, like, people just... are like, oh, Oliver. Yeah. Oliver. Oh, more. Give me some Give more. Give me some more. All right. More. <laughs> um, okay. So now for the spooky stuff. Okay, there are apparently a bunch of ghosts hanging out at this Silver Dollar Saloon. That's what it's called. Ooh. It's called the Silver Dollar Saloon. Uh, and there are photos... Um, Around the the saloon of like go like ghosts <laughs> of what oh, people, of people think yeah or wait so like of like they've caught an apparition of, on film I think you know, okay okay I think it's so like a um, shadowy man or something but not like yeah because I thought maybe at first you could mean like deceased people who they believe oh, are haunting. I the think they're also those okay. photos too okay. of just like so old mixed bag timey. mixed bag mixed bag. There's a noose hanging f above the main bar. Because um, their legend has it that there are like some good guys hanged a bad guy in the saloon and they just let the body hang there for a while. Then they're not that good. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is the Wild West. People I, are like, where everybody's fucking. To leave a body hanging <laughs> yes. in full view of children, that's honorable. That's just downright decent of everybody. <laughs> Um, and, and people say that they've seen this noose swinging crazy, like in the early hours of the morning no. and stuff, which is so creepy. Um, uh, oh, oh yes. Also, um, employees and customers have claimed to see Horace Tabor, our main man, cuddling with his young Ugh, wife, Baby, Baby Doe, at the corner of the bar and um, a lot of times when people have made these claims, there's a blizzard happening, which is wild because in 1935, Baby Doe froze to death in her cabin because she ran out of firewood. Ooh, and like there, you oh, can go no. visit Baby Doe's cabin. Like she's kind of a staple to like the Leadville community and How'd stuff. How'd she run out of firewood? I guess I mean, her rich... Um, if there's a blizzard, you never know. Yeah, that's true. I spent a 
a Christmas up in Leadville when I came home from college or even L.A. I can't remember. And there was a huge blizzard. Like one of my my sisters couldn't make it in because there was such a bad blizzard. You couldn't even fly into Denver. Mm-hmm. But And then the roads to Leadville closed. And I had just snuck in. Like my flight got in like the day before it happened. And so for Christmas dinner, we like went to the grocery store and there was like nothing. <gasps> Because none of the food trucks could get up. Oh no! To the mountains and stuff. It so was you're like, wild. I guess we're eating frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah, this is Whee! the best Christmas ever. I mean, I had a frozen pizza for the, this year for Christmas, and it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it sounds it's the best. Amazing. Um, and so that that's pretty much the Silver Dollar Saloon in Leadville. Oh gosh. Um, there are other. There's like a very haunted hotel. There, where like on TripAdvisor, people are like haunted. Also, which maybe we'll talk about. Um, since we're gonna be in Austin, should we stay at one of those haunted hotels? Yeah, Driscoll. The Driscoll. Driscoll's nice. Oh, fun. and haunted. And we should interview somebody who works there. Yeah, if you guys have any tips, or a historian, any hot tips on what you want us to be doing in Austin in May, let us know. Let these two hoes we'll know. Be there for a day. These two hoes know. <laughs> um. But the, what's in Leadville? Leadville, and the, Colorado. The Silver Dollar Saloon. The Silver Dollar Saloon. I really like that. I like an old ghost town. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. And there's, it's, Leadville's cool. I don't know if uh, it's still there. I'm sure it is. There's a great restaurant called Quincy's where um, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday was prime rib night and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday was like filet mignon. Ooh. And that's all it was. Like what you ordered was just the size of whatever of that cut. Oh, so the, you can't get anything you else. You can't get anything that's else. That's what we're cooking. Yeah, it was awesome. That's fun. It was really delicious. We got to go. Oh, there's so many places we got to go. We got to go. Colorado is a fun. We got to go to Colorado. I think that I've I've spent a little time in Colorado and yeah. I like it. It's the coolest. Once I ate snow in Colorado and I got diarrhea for a long time. Why'd you eat snow? I mean, I didn't know no better. Why have you eaten snow? I it's I, no. Yeah, but, but it, you gotta make sure it's clean. It guess it won't. It was just freshly snow like fallen though. Then I feel something else gave you diarrhea. Okay. Maybe the altitude? <laughs> I think it was a ghost. <laughs> yeah, the ghost gave you diarrhea. Um that was really cool. Guys, how about you do us a favor? Yeah. Why don't you go on over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, oh, yeah. rate, review, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Rate us on there. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Help us out. Help us. If you have any scary stories. You send them to us? Send them to us. You can do it through a voice memo or through an email. We'll read them. Yeah. Send it to funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, Betsy. Of course. We are very excited to have our guest today. You've seen him on MTV, and MTV. he also has a podcast called Inf- "That's Th- Infotainment." That's right. Nice. I got it. <laughs> that was good. We usually fuck it up, mess it up every time. Now you so, nailed it. Perfect. Uh, Morgan Evans, thank you for being here. Hey, thank yeah. you for having me. I'm very scared. <gasps> you should be. Oh. We're terrified. You do have one streak of white hair. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. For being so scared, you turned into storm. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight up storm. Um, good, good, good. Tell us, a, tell us a little bit about what your podcast is. Uh, it's called That's Infotainment with Morgan and John. I do it with my buddy John Dalton, who works at the Emmys, like the TV Academy. Uh-huh. And he, oh, he does like the permanent record over there. So uh, he kind of like interviews different people and, you know, gets it for the permanent record. So they do these like oh. four hour interviews with like, yeah, he did one with like Gary Shandling. That's amazing. Holy shit. Um, and so, yeah, each week we just pick a different kind of like obscure old film uh, each and talk about it. So we'll do like, like we just did a whole episode on the Last Picture Show by Bogdanovich, Ooh. or we oh, do like great. Leo McCary movies from the '30s. Uh, it's great. It's really so fun. Very like um, cinema file stuff. Yeah, then. totally. We have like eight listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. Like uh, it's just really fun. That's uh, awesome. That's really cool. What would be like? Because I have been wanting to try to like get. 
I, I don't want to say get back because I don't know if I was ever into it, but yeah, like sure. wanting to check out some cool older movies. Yeah. What's like your number one go-to? That well, people have to see. Well, the ones I like tell people to watch because I think people get really um, off-put by the like four by three format and the black and white and yeah. kind of how it looks kind of different is like to go back and look at old Hitchcock movies now yes. because they're all on Blu-ray and they look gorgeous. Oh. Like, so they're beautiful scans yeah. of film. I mean, film hasn't really progressed, you know, much yeah. Better yeah, than yeah. it is now, so you can get really gorgeous prints of stuff like Psycho is oh a great my one, God. or even just a, no, like noir stuff like Kiss Me Deadly is really good. And you yes. see like a twenty-year-old Cloris Leachman, you know, Holy it's so cool. Shit. I love uh, her so much. She's fucking awesome. Kiss Me Dead. Kiss Me Deadly. Okay. Yeah, that's a great movie. I've like yeah. recently really have been wanting to get into film noir. Yeah, I think it noir sounds a... so fun. Oh, totally, when the and kind of Falcon like and stuff. Yeah, right? kind <laughs> of like um. Oh, what's the word? I'm like uh, very Hollywood, like, like fun yeah. lifetime movies. Kind yeah, of. They, well, they're very yeah. They can be really heightened and dramatic yes. like that, where yeah. it's almost like opera or something. But then other ones are like really gritty and realistic. Yes. And what I love about them is that like no matter what time it came out, a good mystery is a good mystery. Yes, and so yeah. you can get totally compelled by it and totally fall into it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I feel like a film idiot. I don't know enough <laughs> about film. I don't know a lot, but I want to learn. I want to learn mer- more. I want to learn more. You want to learn more? I want to learn more, dude. You guys watch a lot of Tyler Perry stuff. Oh my <laughs> god! I did yeah. see Acrimony. I saw Boo. I loved it. I think I saw Boo. T- we saw Boo yeah, together. Saw Isn't together. it funny that it's not a Halloween movie? It's like Neighbors, right? It's a yeah. it's a movie about a woman that lives next to a partying house of kids. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, nothing to do with yeah. scary it's stuff. Just, at there's, all. Yeah. there's a Halloween costume element, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess there's like, oh, someone is, in the house. I, yeah. yeah I'm it's, so, it's so weird. It was just marketed like a Halloween movie. I feel like all of Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Perry's movies are very interesting because you're like, this is a first pass, right? <laughs> and also, like, any movie that Medea's in, she's not like a part of the plot in mm-hmm. any way. She doesn't move the plot forward. No. She, yeah. So she's never, she comments on the plot. She's of. never necessary, but she's the only watchable part of any movie. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like it. Ugh. I like waiting through 20 minutes of boring scenes to watch like a 35 minute Medea scene. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. No yeah just exactly. Like a Medea play. It's great. Oh, so good. it's great. Uh. Um, so we always start this podcast by asking what, if anything, do you believe about the paranormal? Uh, well, okay. So I'll preface this by saying I've always been super skeptical. Like yes. I've uh, forever, my entire life, been like, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. When you die, you're dead, and that's you know yep. informed most of my life because okay. that's horrifying. That's a horrifying thought, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's that, that's very the, yeah. scary. Wait, <laughs> what yeah. part's horrifying? That, that you just are dead. And oh, yeah, that's and you're, horrifying. It's There's over. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and so my whole life I've thought that, and um, too scary. Yeah, and then I moved into this building, and I'll tell you about it. And, oh my god! And it kind of changed my mind in <gasps> sort of a serious way. It's like a, like a love story where someone's like a cynical person who doesn't I'll believe never in love, fall in and love. then they meet the person of their dreams. This is the ghost of your dreams. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I think it's romantic. <laughs> so there were just like a few weird things that happened, and uh, it definitely kind of like shook me. And I think uh, that. As time has gone by, I've tried to like rationalize it and justify it. Whereas, like, in the moment and that whole like, you know, year or so, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, skeptic for how many years of your life or until what year? Um, probably like till I was like 23, 22, yeah. 23. Okay, okay. Uh, and then on top of that, I think I kind of maybe believe in aliens and I think Roswell probably happened. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you go from, uh, Oh, being a skeptic for the years where you should be your silliest, mm-hmm. and then at twenty three <laughs> you hit a wall. Yeah, something happens, and yeah. now it's silly time. Now yeah. it's now, now it's, it's time silly. to get real now it's silly. silly time, I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Into it then. So did, did you? Yeah, grow up. Um, sorry, you could go. Ahead I was going to say grow up religious or no? no. Uh, uh-uh. I was like baptized, I think, and then we like, never went to. They were like, yeah. he's yeah. safe. Let's it was leave. for my grandma, I think. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm baptizing. Um, so yeah, but I know that some people, you know, like it's interesting. I've gone to some Catholic services and stuff as an adult, just with girlfriends and things, and uh, it's like, oh yeah, you guys straight up believe in like demons and yep. ghosts and yes. shit. That'd be kind of crazy, like a strange thing to grow up around, right? Yeah. Where you just truly believe that you can get possessed. It's and stuff. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> it Scary. takes a lot of people 
a long time to stop. Sure, I believe that. Believing yeah. that, or or I never, never will, never yeah. ever stop believing that. Yeah, so I never had any sort of basis or background in that. I mean, I loved movies, so I was yeah. always watching sci-fi stuff as a kid. I yes. loved ghost horror stuff, um, but always thought it was fake. Yeah. Uh, it yes. didn't influence me. I mean, I was scared as a kid to like go to bed, but it wasn't because I really thought yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. were going to happen. Right? So did what- you? Um, when did you start believing in aliens? <laughs> Very young. Okay, <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Well, so I'm from Phoenix, and oh, we had this yeah. insane thing happen in Phoenix when I was growing up called the Phoenix Lights. Yes. Have you ever heard I've of these? I've heard about yeah. that. Tell me about them. So I saw them. Uh, everyone in town saw yeah. them. It's basically like what would happen if an alien invasion were to like actually occur where it would be on all the news stations. Yes. Everyone would have footage of it. Everyone in town saw it. It was like, I think a mile wide and it came from over the mountains and went over the town yes. and you can what, find like, it on YouTube. What it's, were the lights? They were just like, well, so it's interesting. I think it probably, to be honest, were a the lot individual of, lights or just like a, a lot of people said that it flew over their house and it was like a solid structure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and, but they could like hear it like whirring and stuff. Oh. Um, and I think a lot of UFO sightings are probably just like government yeah. Yeah. stuff that we don't know. Yeah. Like the F 16 we had forever before we announced it. So there's this like black triangle yes. flying through the sky faster than sound. And yeah, so everybody's like, what, like what is that? Oh, it's that, a witch. Yeah. That may- <laughs> It's a witch. <laughs> I don't think people were saying it was a witch. I'm it's a fast pretty witch. sure. Look at that big, fast, fat witch. <laughs> so, so I think a lot of it's that. But it's interesting because at the time, the our governor uh, was like, uh, making fun of it, saying it was like helium balloons. He gave a big press conference where he had a guy in an alien mask helium come out. Just get oh. so much credit, and they can barely do he anything. He had a dude come, come out, out in, in an, an alien, alien mask. mask, and it was like <laughs> all a big joke. And then recently, like within the last few years, he's been like, "I'm sorry, I did that. I have no idea what the fuck it was." Um, I just thought, oh, I, it, my I thought God. if I downplayed it. That you guys would feel too stupid to keep talking about it. Totally, and he like had no idea, and I think it's kind of freaked him out a little bit. Yeah, and so that happened in Phoenix, and then also the fire in the sky stuff, which is that oh, guy who went missing, Travis Walton. That movie <laughs> terrifying. is oh. so scary. I saw that way like too a young. little kind of like boring, boring, but that end mm. part, holy shit! Totally, I saw it for the first time maybe like four or five years ago. And it fucked me up. It's pretty horrifying. It's like psychologically terrifying. It's, oh my god! Yeah. I gotta watch it. Ugh. I don't know what it it's is. It's like based off of a true story, right? Yeah. Of I like think... a dude who woke up uh, uh, one night like at a payphone. Well, okay, so it was about it was like these five loggers up in Heber, Arizona, uh, were cutting down trees and stuff, and as they were heading home, um, they saw this crazy light come over the mountain and up there it's very like two lane highway you know woods yeah. and stuff and they all got out to like look at it and it took their friend Travis Walton is what they said and they came back to town and everyone thought that they had like murdered they him they killed him yeah yes. but uh they... I'm having like as you're telling the story yeah. a memory of me hearing about it on a podcast oh, yes. yes I'm on 14th street in New York City mm-hmm. see at a subway, not <laughs> oh, a subway shit. station, but a subway that's sandwich shop. shop. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, even scarier. I literally like think I listened to this while eating a a, a bad sandwich. Okay. Well, yeah. that's because they all passed polygraph tests. So, not that that really means anything anymore. But yeah. at the time, like you know, everybody was using. Because if someone's those. a murderer, they might be a sociopath, and therefore they do not experience anxiety. Exactly. That's like the yeah. big, that's like four of them. Yeah. Like it would be four sociopaths. You know, I would or, think yes. they birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, I don't know if your true. mother's ever told you that, but. <laughs> well, but they didn't murder him because he came back. Yes. Uh, they found him butt naked in the middle of the winter up in Arizona, which is like freezing cold up there, calling from a payphone. He also passed a polygon test. He had all these markings all over his body. And then what's really weird about it, and the only reason that I think something probably happened, whether it's aliens or government or whatever, yeah. is because it's really ruined a lot of these guys' lives. Yeah. It's like one of them kind of went nuts by it and apparently just hangs out in the library up in Heber and just reads about UFOs all day, oh, which wow. is what I would do if my friend was Trying thinking about UFOs. Trying to prove, like, yeah. it's so scary and sad yeah. and just to like just like wrap your mind around what actually happened because there right. is that like for me that fear is like fuck what if this is, like what if that's true yeah it'd break your brain I think. it would yeah. break your brain yeah. and no one believes you right that's so scary totally yeah. 
And it's Ooh. like the type of thing where, yeah, so you get the, so they buy your life rights for the movie, which isn't a ton of money probably yeah, for these guys no. who are loggers so like in the Arizona. Seventies, right? Or no? uh, I think it's a, I think the movie came out in like early nineties or oh, like okay. late eighties. Yeah, or yeah. Um, but I think the story happened in the seventies. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and yeah, just fucking, it kind of messed with so, their lives. It's very it's weird. Sad, but because yeah. it happened, you were like, maybe this is. Well, just kind of growing up around it in Arizona, I think. And yeah. in Sedona, too, people just see aliens all the time, they say. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I grew up near, like, the Boeing manu- like the Boeing airplane place. And mm-hmm. so I'm oh. sure a lot of it is, you know, government-contracted, yep. you know, fast planes and shit. But just growing up around that is so, it just yeah. kind of becomes baked into you a little bit. Yeah. 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 So. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you got to tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us when you started to kind of believe. So uh, (laughs) I lived in New York for like nine years, and I moved into this building right across the street from Prospect Park on the south side of Prospect Park. Oh, yeah. I love Prospect Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like Flatbush Q stop. And I was like the first person to move into the building. It was a big luxury building. It had been like totally gutted and renovated out. They had, you know... June, every I thought I was getting like the best deal. Yeah, uh, it was like a view of Prospect Park, and everything. Mm. So I'm like the first person to move in. My girlfriend hadn't moved in with me yet, and no one was in the building really. It was just me. And oh. Oh. one day I was leaving for work. I'd been there for about a week, and I met this dad and his like son, uh, who was probably like four or five or something, uh, early in the morning. And they were like, "Oh yeah, we're just getting our mail uh, because." You know, we haven't moved in yet either, but we're just here. Nice to meet you. Da, da, da. Yeah. So that'll be relevant in a minute. So I go to work. Uh, I come home around like five or six. And I remember very distinctly that I was like writing some shitty joke on Twitter. Like, so I wasn't like zoned out or having like yeah, highway yeah. hypnosis. Like I was like using my brain. That's very funny to me. Like, I remember where I was. Go find that joke. Go I don't remember. I'm was sure doing. it was great. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was so funny. <laughs> so I'm like walking down my hallway. It was a big stretch of hallway. And from behind me, I hear like, like a kid running. Yes. Uh, and I thought it was that kid I met yeah. earlier, so I wasn't even afraid or concerned at all. I just, you know, kids have no spatial awareness, oh, so I thought God. this kid was going to bump into me. Uh-huh. So as I'm doing it, and the footsteps are getting closer and closer, I turn my body to let the kid run by, and there's nobody there, and I oh. feel this like whoosh, like somebody <gasps> oh, just like fuck. brushed by me in like the Times Square subway station or something. Oh where, my God, and, sick! And then my like arm felt really weird, and I got really sad. My <gasps> my whole like I just felt so emotionally sad oh, and just shaken, shit. and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, like I, I never, ex- I'd always wanted to experience something, but I never had. And all out of nowhere, all of a sudden, and so like I got into my apartment oh, and I felt fuck. so fucking weird until I like closed the door, oh. um, and kind of didn't really even tell anybody about it. Yeah. And then my girlfriend moved into the building, and then some crazy shit would happen, too. And then I was like, okay, you have to hear this story. And I told her, and she was like, oh, I have, like, weird shit like that happen to me here all the time. Can we take a quick break and then hear that other crazy shit? Yeah, of course. Awesome. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list them all and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I've had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service, and they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. That's rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. Rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. A Funny Feeling is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you, to make it a priority. 
Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. I know that in the past five years of going to therapy, I've really been able to assess what matters most to me and focus my life in a in a much healthier way than I was before and knowing what's important, which is me and how I feel. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash a funny feeling today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash a funny feeling. Okay, we okay. are yeah. back. Betsy, so, do you need to do your bit? No, nah, okay. nah, What's great. your bit? Just of what a fun break we just had. Oh, that was a great break. <laughs> was it that wild? Did? Yeah, that was so cool that they opened a Six Flags <laughs> well, down here. Someone, that, yeah. That's <laughs> but, with the craziest roller coaster. But someone overflowed the toilet, and I had to stay here and clean it up. Oh, you missed out. You missed that out. Six Flags no was line day. fun. Yeah, it wasn't no even poo. No line day. Yeah, no, <laughs> no line day. You could just run up. Whoever got to the <laughs> it was awesome. It was just like uh, the purge for uh, yeah, 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 totally. Twelve anarchy. hours so, to just lose your mind. <laughs> your girlfriend moves in, um, and then yeah, she's. You tell her the story. Well, so she tells me something first, okay. and then I'm like, okay, well, you need to hear this shit. So, oh. so crazy shit would happen. Like, I would be sitting on the couch, and I'd be on my computer or something, and she'd be like looking over my shoulder or something, and I'd turn around, and I'd be like, what are you do? Why are you like looking at my computer? And no one would be there. She'd be like in the bathroom. <gasps> you were like, please don't be a snooping girlfriend yeah. right now. That shit would happen all the time. Oh. Where like you wouldn't even be scared. It wouldn't feel like yeah. there's a presence in the room. It would feel like, oh, this is my friend is right next to me. Yeah, and then yeah. you'd turn and nobody would be there. And then you'd get <gasps> Shit. scared. Um, Fuck. And, so then one day I get into a cab from the building and the cab driver goes, I can't believe you live in there. <gasps> oh, no. Cab driver? And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? The and cab he, was like, ew, nasty. Yeah. You live there? Gross. <laughs> sick. Yeah. That's sick. He was so sassy. <laughs> um, it turns out it was Brooklyn's first hospital. Um, oh, that they had turned into the fuck. premier hospital of Brooklyn. Yeah, I think like Michael Jordan broke his leg as a kid and got it fixed there or something. They <gasps> nice. said. Like, oh my gosh! All sorts of I just made a stuff. bad joke about Michael Jordan uh, earlier too. This is coincidence. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, it closed down in like 1994, and then apparently it sat abandoned down there for like 15 years. Oh, and then they turned it into apartments. And I just like as these things started stacking up, I was like, "That's very weird." I didn't really know that. Yeah. Um, and and like had these experiences and stuff. Just yeah. Thinking like I was living in this new kind of building. Like I was yeah. used to rationalize it to myself by being like, "Well, it can't be ghosts. I'm in a yeah, brand it's a new brand building. new building. Come on." Um, and then when I actually like moved out, uh, and like the day I moved out, it's so funny. The New Yorker published an article <gasps> about how we couldn't keep a doorman for longer than two weeks because it was haunted. Was that true? Yeah. We. we our dorm- you just were like, eh, I don't know, people. There must be door temps. We, I would talk to them a bit. Like, I would, I would yeah. try to be like, Hey, do you ever like see anything or whatever? Yeah. And a lot of them would be like, Yeah. A lot of them said. One of them told me the story about how he gets really freaked out working the night shift because he'll watch the motion sensors go off like down the hallway and then oh. up the stairs. Like, so oh. it looks like somebody's going up to the roof. Oh my Ew, God. So I just got just... chills. Yeah. That is so fucking creepy. And then like the, the like, yeah, so the motion sensor would go off on the roof and he would be like, oh, it's a, uh, it's somebody that lives here or something. And then they'd go look and nobody would be there. Oh my God. God. Um, or like he'd hear the keys jangling of the, uh, you know, maintenance yep. guy coming around the corner and then he would just like never come around the corner oh. and he would like radio him and he'd be like, oh no, I'm outside like having a smoke. Oh my God. So that was, yeah. So there was just like so much yeah. happening here and, and by the end of it, I was like, oh, this is fucking insane. Something's, Something's up. up. Also, we'll say Dorman <gasps> yeah. of New York are like sort of like the gatekeepers of everything. Like they yeah. see it all. They like know everyone's business. Mm-hmm. I've had a doorman save my life before. Oh, nice. Um, they're the best. Yeah. And did you get pos- caught in a door? And <laughs> I got. I was like, I don't know how to get out of this turning door. Uh, no, uh, someone was following me home. Um, oh Jesus! Sorry. This guy was oh, like, he was like, oh, he first he stopped me on the street uh, near like Broadway. At least you live on the Upper West Side. Uh, and he stopped me on the street and he was like, oh, I just need a couple bucks to get back to New Jersey. I gotta oh, take the bus. No. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I, I don't have anything. But if you go to that store right there, 
there's a really nice couple. They're open all night. They can help you. And he goes, uh, okay. And then like I started like like walking away down my street, but I live like close to the water. So mm-hmm. like I knew I was about to get to like a place where alone, no one was yeah. going to be there. Shit. And I like turned around and I saw him behind me. Oh, And fuck. I was like, fuck. But then I see this doorman building and I, I like duck in there and I was like, sorry, there's some, I think somebody's following me. Uh, and I just live like two more blocks and I just want to wait. And so the guy stepped out and he's like, oh yeah, he's hiding behind a car. I just saw oh him. My like, oh my God. And he's fuck. like, how about this? He's like, why don't you hang out with me for a bit and then I'll walk you home. Because it was like, so I, nice. cause I used yeah. to work at Stand Up New York and right. I was a night manager. So I wouldn't leave the bar oh, until like, no. you know, four, it was sure, like four yeah. o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, uh, so he he waited and walked me home. His oh, name was Marco. So he was so nice, nice. Marco. So nice. Talk about real horror. Yes, <laughs> real life horror. Actual, just yeah. like some methed out guy Jesus. trying to yeah. steal my money. That's Fuck, so man. scary. New I guess he thought scary. he was gonna rob me. Maybe that's what he probably yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, he was oh, gonna punch me God. in the face. Yeah. Little what, did he know. Um, <laughs> what? happened to your girlfriend yeah what are what were her experiences well okay so like we'd be making say like mac and cheese and Hell then yeah, the dude. mac and cheese packet would just like <gasps> go away like the cheese would just be gone and wait what gone? yeah like it would just be like on the in the <gasps> kitchen and, and you then didn't just, have like, giant rats gone <laughs> no isn't that strange and then we would we found we found one like when we were moving and packing up the place oh like in our closet oh my god and it was like what the fuck and i was like did you hide this yeah. Like, did you hide this? And she was like, no. Were like, you trying no. to ruin Why all would I hide snacks? the best part of the thing Yeah, exactly. Wanted. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, we had to, like, you know, cancel it. We had That's... to cancel the mac and cheese. Cancel. Yeah, I'm not eating just straight up noodles. No way. I got to have that With powder butter cheese. and milk, please. Um, and then. Oh, my baby. She, she definitely believed it a little more than I did. Yeah. We would used to go to. Um, like old bed and breakfasts and stuff up right. in up in upstate New York and around there like Boston and things like yeah, yeah. I just love like historical stuff. Yeah. And there'd be some weird shit where like she would say that she saw, you know, somebody at the bottom of the stairs just like <gasps> walk by like in a dress. Oh gross. and then you know you'd have like breakfast with the people that own the house uh-huh. and we would always like hundred percent be like, so what you know, so what are the stories? And you know, nine times out of ten they'd be like, Oh yeah, pe- people say they see like a woman at the bottom of the stairs in a dress. And oh, I'd be like, What the fuck? My God. Yeah. Always a woman in a white dress. <laughs> that was like one of the biggest scares from the visit was old grandma running oh, across the, sca- yeah. the stairs. That fucking scared me. It is true that a lot of these ghosts are old. Yeah, right? I want an 80s ghost. I do. <laughs> like like a fucking like fun. weird yeah. pop, uh, like wearing like a mesh shirt. <laughs> well, yeah, many, just a like, hunk. Instead of hearing change, you hear like bangly uh, <laughs> yes. bracelets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that reminds me, once we went on a ghost hunting tour in uh, Gettysburg. Oh, cool. And we were like, oh, this will be awesome because it's a way to kind of see uh, – you know, a lot of these historical sites at night after they're closed because yes. we couldn't hit them all in a day. Yeah. And so we show up and it's like this ghost hunting company has purchased an apartment building or like a unit in an apartment building that was like the the home of a domestic violence dispute <gasps> where a guy murdered his wife in the 80s and he's like alive and in jail <gasps> and we show up to this place and I'm like this isn't fun you know like we're trying to contact oh, this my, woman who died oh 20 my, years ago like we're in Gettysburg <laughs> yeah what the let's fuck go to a fucking battlefield and try to talk exactly. to them yeah that some is... orphanage or something like it was <laughs> and they're like if you listen that is very closely. funny. You can hear them arguing about the rent right now. Yeah, yeah. right now, yeah. Oh and, my god. And like people it was so funny too cuz everybody in the tour group wasn't like a Gettysburg tourist. They were people who lived there and had their own like equipment. Oh, they were oh, like we're hunting ghosts. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to really eviscerate all these ghosts. So, do you think that your experience in that apartment building kind of opened you up to Yeah. For sure. So not just yeah. believing, but maybe the possibility of being more sensitive? Well, yeah. I think that I, I I tried to rationalize it to myself and the way in which that like it's okay with my brain to yes. believe in ghosts is to think that 
this goes way back, but when the Big Bang happened, uh, or however our universe started, that so did time, and there's no such thing as time as we know it. So it's like this fourth dimensional thing, and it's like we're a record, and you know we just go through it which i guess means i don't believe in free will but it's like we just go through it and sometimes like the needle skips on Holy the record or something shit. so it's like they're it, it's all overlaid sometimes yeah. and as opposed to i think some people think that ghosts interact with them and i've yeah. heard stories like that that's never happened to me it's just felt like i was witnessing just, time laid on top of time that's that would really cool venture to say though that your first experience was an interaction because it yeah. made you feel something totally yeah. so like it I, and because here and here's my theory on what you experience in that from what i like from just saying, maybe four hundred thousand hours of listening to ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not professionals. I am not a professional. No one I don't pays ever want to be a professional. No one pays me for this. So <laughs> waiting on my check, headgum. Um, <laughs> uh, but the there is this like theory in like ghost uh, hunting world or 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 whatever the paranormal uh, experts that. The reason that ghosts scare people is because they feed off your energy. Mm. So, like a fright, uh, a sorrow, that kind of stuff oh. is like it, it, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of like negative or positive, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like gives them kind of a boost. Uh-huh. Whoa! So that like that like this thing like kind of like sucks some energy out of you. Right. <laughs> like it brushed right by you, and whatever you it like it must have like taken either giving you some of its bad shit or just like zapped you of your energy. That's interesting because wow. I, when I found out it was a hospital, my first assumption was that I felt so sad because it was like I was sharing that emotion with Could whatever be, like yeah. by me because like something it felt like somebody was running down a hospital highway or, or oh, like hallway yeah, like, or something. Yeah. Like, like something bad happened. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, maybe it makes sense that like it's just like it just is people repeating things or whatever. Yes. But that's like uh, that's a horrifying way to think about death. Too, that is, is that very scary. Like, to... wait, I gotta do this again. Yeah, like my mom said that she you know they, she worked at some restaurant and this kid died who was. Like one of the dishwashers, and they would like hear him like banging around back there, like doing dishes or something. And I was like, "So you're telling me that when you die, you have to like continue being a dishwasher?" <laughs> Maybe Jesus. he loved it though. Maybe he loved it. Maybe yeah. he was like, "Man, it really sucks at my house." Oh my god! And I yeah. love these people that I wash dishes with. Yeah, that's true. Whoa. Yeah, very strange. Oof. Oh, you yeah. know what? I would definitely I'll... if I ever haunt, I'm gonna haunt UCB. And I'm gonna annoy them so much, which is every time someone does a tag out, I'm gonna clap like it's Second City, or or, or I'm gonna... <laughs> that's very funny. What? <laughs> what is that? That's not what we do here. Yeah, I'm gonna haunt UCB and just constantly scream out pineapple as a suggestion. <laughs> I think it's already <laughs> vagina. It's already diarrhea. It's already being haunted by. <laughs> it's already being haunted. Real quick. Is there quick. a UCB haunt? I don't know. Oh, Frank uh, Garcia oh, yeah. Hale uh-huh. did tell us about some New York, uh, UCB New York. Oh, yes, some UCB yeah, New York stuff, which yeah. sounds spooky. Cool, yeah, nice. Yeah. In the new building? No. Uh, I wonder if there's anything there up in like Hell's Kitchen, though, because it's an like old bet, theater, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but people, there for UCB Sunset, people have claimed to, we did like an overnight, we didn't stay the whole night, but we did like a late night investigation cool. um, and heard some stories because it used to be like a th- it before it was UCB theater. It was some other like small theater company, and then upstairs was a church. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I heard a story that like one of my students used to work, like used to be in that theater company, mm-hmm. and said that one day they were like playing loud music upstairs during a performance. So the stage manager went up to like be like, "You have to stop!" And they trapped her and locked her in a closet. <laughs> Are so you fucking ha- kidding? So they had to call. Oh my god! They had and this is like maybe like ten years ago yeah. or something, or like fifteen or so. They had to call the cops to <gasps> get her out. She was fine. Yeah, but like, but like, what the fuck were they? It doing was just up like there? a weird church Ew. up there uh, that like people have said was like a Satanist church. But yeah, I think it was sure. more like maybe a weird full gospel like one of those sects of like yeah whatever and that they're also like downstairs in all the production areas all the rooms that you never see mm-hmm. you know all those you know in the middle of UCB there's like 30 uh, rooms you've never yeah. seen yeah, yeah, yeah. or that you know you wouldn't go to those rooms I think were like uh, a rehab facility for yeah, like I remember elder that. 
for like yeah. people like coming like a physical Ugh. rehab. So there's died, some yeah. shit going on. So yeah. a lot of weird shit. And right. Billy Merritt, although he's a known liar, has said that he um, <laughs> known liar, known liar, Billy Merritt, known liar, known liar. Has heard like like when no one else is in the rooms, like laughter down the hallway so in an creepy. empty room. Oh yeah. Um, you know you got to check out, and I want to talk to you about movie studio hauntings in a oh, second. God. But you know what you need to see is there's this dude who goes down um, abandoned cave or uh, mines, mine oh. shafts oh, on no. YouTube. Too scary. Oh and, no. Uh, most of them aren't scary. Like I mean, it's scary because he's like doing it alone yeah. with like yeah. a headlamp on, and you can also die from like carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. Uh, but he, he brings a bird. He brings a little yeah. meter that you hear beeping, which is so scary. Just like going down a dark hallway with that the light on. That is so fucked up. And they have all this graffiti in there from like the 40s and 50s. Yes. It's called, I think his channel is called Exploring Underground Caves and Mines. <laughs> I think that's like what it's called. Pretty spot that's on. A good um, name. Pretty spot on. Yeah. And you they think all we have like. call our podcast that? <laughs> yeah. They all have like millions of views. And most of them are just like about mines and yes. oh, this is really cool people used to make graffiti with their carbide lamps he's really you know knows what he's talking about and you find you know crazy shit from the 30s and 40s down there or even earlier um and then there's there's like only a couple oh where they're scary and yes. he is totally shaken by him it seems so real because otherwise like you think every single episode yeah would be you like would about that yeah and and it's there's only a couple and one of them is he goes down he's you know you're four thousand feet in the earth so in a scary. mine that nobody's been in for probably like a hundred so years scary. and he's down there you know with his flashlight and he's kind of just reviewing the flashlight and and walking around and then he he just stops <gasps> and you just hear <gasps> no, and that's not what he does. So it's like you know that it's not like he's not adding that. For... Yeah, he's like that's is that so snakes? gross. He's like, is that? Yeah, he's like, it's not wind. He's like, it doesn't sound like wind, and, and then it just stops. Like, oh it's just like, no. Rah, 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 rah. Ew. It's so creepy. And then he starts walking again. He's like, all right, let's, uh, I'm going to get out of here. And then it's like, what? oh, no. And then people online have tried to analyze it. And it's like, yeah. turn the light off, turn the light off. Or like, uh, <gasps> I'm a shadow. It's Anytime so creepy. there's ever in like any Ew. kind of paranormal investigation, that's so scary. Yeah, uh, I can never make out any words. I think sure. I probably have hearing loss, but <laughs> um, but I never like make out anything. Although I will say, oh my god, someone messaged us recently. One of our listeners messaged us about the Amanda Sparrow Larg Teague, whatever her name is, the lady who married a ghost. We oh, ha- yeah. we interviewed a lady who married a 300-year-old pirate spirit. Uh-huh. And I saw the pictures from their wedding. Yes. Yeah. And so we interviewed her uh, over Skype in, <laughs> in Belfast, and someone heard a child t- laughing at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And I've heard knocking, but like we're People are hearing different things in the episode mm-hmm. that we did not. Nothing spooky happened sure. while we were talking, except for that there was a little like interference at some point. But and the like the video, skyping. yeah, the video went down. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. And then she was like, "That might be my husband. I don't know." But other people have heard weird things. So if you have, tell us about it. Anyway, um, yeah, that's very interesting. That like. <sighs> That is so creepy. Very, very creepy. They do that really well in the we the the newest Ouija movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. where like the eyes are in the back of the head. It's just sure. like <laughs> Wait, it's so scary. This is not scary. It's weird, but my neighbor does voiceover work, and she was saying there's a like a whole industry of people who do background voiceover work. Oh, yeah. so what it is awesome. is all the conversations you hear in crowded places. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like people have group. to do that, yeah, because they don't just get the audio day no, of it's like all because because it, it's yeah. So like literally, people get hired to like have a conversation that no one could hear. Yeah, it would be like in the background of a restaurant. That's like, awesome. Did That's you get the kids? Well, I didn't. Well, you should have <laughs> like that. And Why she was like, people like, and it's like a small little niche community yeah. of people who do I that bet, over yeah. and over. But they have to improvise and stuff. Oh, I love it. Oh, That's what a so job! That would be such a that sweet would be a gig. fun job. Oh, so fun. But you kind of have to every now and then, like, you have to watch it. So it's like just doing ADR, like, be like, oh, she's looking upset now. So I'm upset. Ah, my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. What were we talking about? I forgot. Oh, um, well, I was going to mention, so uh, have you heard any like stories about like the movie studios and n- how scary and haunted those are? N- little things here and there, yeah. but not m- tell us, please. Well, so I worked at, um, it used to be called LA Center. No, not LA Center Studios. Uh, 
what was it called? Sunset Las Palmas is what it's called now. Yes. Oh, I know um, it. I know it. Yeah. yeah. It's where they shot the pilot for I Love Lucy and um, some other things were shot there. Like At Midnight was there, if you'd ever been okay. to yes. At Midnight. Uh, and that's an old, one of the first studios here. Uh, it used to be Zoe Trope. Francis Ford Coppola bought it and then y- you know his movies flopped and so he had to sell it. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so before that, it was this old studio and... Um, Everybody who worked there, because that's my favorite thing to do anytime I end up on a lot, is just to talk to security guards and be yeah. like, so what do you, what's going on? Yes. What do you see? And pretty much every single person I've ever talked to has a story. Yes, yeah. Uh, or they're like, I don't like talking about that stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like, never oh, okay. like, no, nothing. It's always like, I don't want to talk about it, or here's the story. Yes. Like, I, I have to work a whole eight-hour shift after this. Exactly, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. you yeah. my scary stories. Well, and they were all saying stage eight, which is the stage we were shooting on uh, for Eliza Schlesinger's show, was super haunted because a, a guy had gotten really drunk at a rap party in the 40s and fallen off the rafters oh, and God. so people would have to turn the lights off down there and they would you know be closing up the studio and then they'd hear footsteps like running around on the rafters and then oh. they wouldn't be able to close it because you'd have to go investigate and make sure nobody was in there and no one would oh, obviously you little be stinker in ghost. Yeah. He's that... like, someone should have investigated for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Isn't God. That's scary as fuck? That's so scary. Yeah. Stages with no lights on are horrifying. Horrifying. Especially when you just hear, like, oh, you know. oh my God. Yeah. If anyone has ever worked, if you worked much, like, production stuff where you had to be, like, first on set. Uh-huh. So, like, I worked... You know, I, I'm told sort of stories about this, but for a couple jobs, I I did like PA work or like producer's assistant, and like I was working for the line producer, and so she would like to get there first, mm-hmm. so I would often be there as the crew was setting out the stingers oh. for the day to mm-hmm. put lights up, but it would be like in complete darkness. Yeah. Well, I could see guys walking around with flashlights, but like the second that they weren't in my eye line, like sure. I was alone in the dark at 3.40 in the morning because right. I needed Ugh. to be there Horrifying. before her. Yeah. And it's just like, just the scariness of like being like, I know this is a secure location, mm-hmm. but like what else is here? Yeah. Yeah. It's alone in a big room or something. Yeah. Uh, and then so also in some of the buildings, like the production spaces there, yeah. they said that they would see crazy shit or hear <gasps> stuff all the time, like doors closing oh, or just, you know, God. lights would turn on and yes. it would be like oh now I have to go investigate what's going on over there to make sure that nobody's hiding out and then in one of the buildings somebody had hanged themselves oh god and then there was also a fire at one point too and I think somebody died <gasps> so there's there's a lot going on down there it's just like anytime if you're on a lot just straight yes. up just ask because it's like the greatest stuff yes yeah. oh my That's... god Ugh. oof I was, That's so fun and spooky. Yeah, we totally. gotta get. I gotta remember to ask people that. Like, yeah, I whenever. love movie ghosts because yeah, it's like, movie oh, we're all doing. The, we're doing the exact same job you yeah. were. Also, like, <laughs> think about that. And a lot of the stuff is the same as it was yeah. when you were like. Yeah. A lot of the even just like they'll build how the grips do stuff mm-hmm. has been how it's been done or since the beginning. For sure, they like will reuse sets and stuff that mm-hmm. like yeah. they like so that was my job at Sony. Was uh, was storing those sets? And oh, stuff. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if for people listening who don't know a lot about the industry, like they those places are all like they're not that different than a stage play. That there's these are sets that kind of only have their perspective from like three sides, and then they like they roll them away and they tuck them away, and they'll just repaint them for different things. But they don't rebuild it for every single yeah. show. Yeah. Sometimes they will if it's like a very specific. But for a lot of things, they can just reuse the flats and the sets and like. So, like, they store them up, and then they're like, oh, we could use this. So, like, you're talking about, like, sometimes you could be working on something, you're like, this has some history to it. Oh, yeah. Go back 80, 90 years. And on Disjointed, um, Dank and Dabby's apartment, uh, some of the pieces were from Friends. Oh, that's cool. (gasps) The Friends apartment. That's cool. Yeah. Whose room? You know the window in... um, Monica's yes that window was that's in awesome. our apartment that's I was great. about to say yeah. that that's what I thought the it window blew my mind I was yeah. like oh cool the window that's in the back of the living yes. room yeah. I recognize it that's yeah 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 that's really I cool. was working on like Teen Wolf of all shows and uh, yes they they just had a set with a bathroom in it and they were like oh yeah that's that bathroom from Dexter where John Lithgow like murders that holy woman holy shit and, and you're just like oh yeah that's now just somebody's like bathroom set that like, so that you cool? never see that just the door opens and you see a hint of a tub yeah yeah, yeah. oh 
really funny that like sometimes I'll just I, I I told you recently that like I was in Griffith Park one night doing a shoot and I was like why does this look so familiar and they're like E T and I was like oh, this is the scene in E T uh, that's like, so many yes that I was so just, many buildings and locations and I was like, like I've seen this yeah and that's, oh, a that's haunting Doc Brown's house of its own right yes yeah. um oh have, I have one more go thing. ahead yes. okay so. Uh, when I was younger, and my whole family still has no idea what this is, we went up to Michigan. My parents stayed like for the summer sometimes, yeah. and we were like out renting a house out in the woods. And I had like one of those early digital cameras that had just like the what the sixteen megabyte yep. card, yep. like eight photos or something. <laughs> and so we get there, and we're like get, getting our stuff out of the car, and I just snap a picture of the house that we were staying at. Oh fuck! And. In the background of the <gasps> photo, and this is so fucking weird, it's a 1930s like Red Sox player, just like a what? baseball player, like walking behind us in the woods, clear as fucking day <gasps> in the window. And my mom saw it, my dad saw it, and my like brothers, we were all like looking at it, and my my parents were like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, like <laughs> I was probably like 10 years old yeah. or something, and they were like, "That is very, <gasps> very weird." Uh, it was just so clear. It could have just been a ref- like a reflection yeah. of a light, but to make it look exactly like a dude, it would that, take a lot. Whoa! It'd be a lot of Do random. Do you still have that photo? My fucking computer started smoking and it blew up. Oh no! It was the ghost. It was the ghost. Make it smoke. Oh my god! Yeah. He sabotaged. It was you. so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, very weird. Oh, whoa! That's really crazy. Yeah. Ooh, I, I got chills. You gave me the chills a bunch. That's good. <laughs> you guys ready? I have that effect of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You cool, are man. <laughs> freezing. Uh, are you guys ready for a ghost story? For yeah. The let's do it. Hell yeah. Okay. I was at a friend's house with another girl, and um, this friend had a pool table in her basement, and the basement was completely underground. There were no windows, and there was just one door to get out, to get back upstairs. So um, what we would do was we would turn all the lights off and walk around the pool table in the dark and try to scare each other. Yeah, perfect. So we were doing this, and all of a sudden, these two red glowing eyes appeared at the end of the room near the stairs. Oh. Um, we were all terrified, and we all started screaming. The yeah. eyes floated over to us, and we all ran out of the room screaming, and it was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. I still, to this day, have no explanation for what happened. Um, my friends still remember it oh. <laughs> just as vividly as I do. Oh, but it was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Whoa. And especially that, like, everybody saw it. Yeah. That was from Nisha. Nisha. Nisha, that's pretty good. That was so good. That's scary. Yeah, that's really, really creepy. Especially if there's like only one like way into the room or whatever. Because yes. that would mean that if it was somebody coming to scare them, that they would have had to leave that way too. So if they all like ran out of there, yes. you'd know if somebody left. Yes. So it couldn't have been like a friend coming and fucking with them, right? Ugh. Why do you think little kids love being scared so much? I don't know. When I was a kid, I always wanted to play with a Ouija board. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I I was always scared of Ouija, but I did like want yeah. to do that stuff. Totally. I was like, let's go fucking hang out in a cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Do you think it's because like, I it's, still love getting scared? It's kind of like Same. the closest like to getting high, kind of like feeling. It's a thrill. cool rush. Yeah, because was- I still like I love going to haunted houses and and like mazes and stuff. Sure, yeah. And seeing movies. I love that feeling so much. Mm-hmm. Guys, I just want to remind you all to rate, review, subscribe on uh, whatever podcast because we just want to get enough listeners that people will give us uh, VIP badges to go to haunted go houses. Go to Fright Night. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I've never I been and I want to go. Oh, it's so fun. I've always been a little too poor to actually justify yes, it's very spending expensive. $150. It's very expensive, but it's 
a blast. It is really fun. I hope to go this year. That is my 2018 goal. <laughs> yeah. That and to finally get rid of that lump. Uh, that oh, was no. terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, that was it's going to cost me $150 to get rid of that lump. I just. Or go to ha- Halloween Horror Nights. I just night. want a front of the line the pass. <laughs> yeah. um, that was a little short. So do you want to listen to another one? Hell yeah. This sure. Joshua. 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 Guys, my name is Josh, and I love your podcast. Thank you. Um, and I want to share with you my my personal uh, spooky paranormal experience. Yes. So, a long time ago, uh, when my family used to rent this cottage about three hours north of Toronto, in a place by the name of Novar, on a little lake called Foot Lake because it was in the shape of a boot, Uh, (laughs) my family swore that they were experiencing all sorts of paranormal crap. Um, People would hear things, people would see things, and most sort of explicitly, they uh, have the story about me when I was about six years old there. Uh. And it's not a story that I actually recall anything of myself, but um, a lot of different people in my family have sort of recounted the story over the years and the details have sort of always stayed the same. Uh, So according to my family, this area or this cottage was definitely haunted by uh, indigenous spirits or Canadian indigenous spirits based on, you know, I don't know what they saw and what they heard. They just sort of put the, connected the dots and they said that one day they heard me singing in my bedroom and they knocked on the door and they saw me on the floor in the dark and I was singing this song that did not sound familiar at all and in fact sounded possibly to them if they had to guess sort of like indigenous chanting or you know an indigenous music and they sort of approached me carefully and they were scared of you already. woke me up because it seemed like I was sort of sleepwalking oh, to some extent. So fucked up. And they said, you know, Josh, what's going on? What are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm singing. I'm singing a song. And they, and they were like, okay, like, like, what song? Like, who taught you that song? And I pointed out of a window and to the scary dark woods and I said oh they did oh, and no. I don't know if I said this exactly because I'm sure I didn't but something along the lines of like the uh, indigenous children oh. they taught me this song oh my Yikes. and everyone was super freaked out because it did not seem like this is something that I was inventing it seemed very realistic mm. to the best oh. that they could imagine it was not something that I you know, I was taught at school or something that I could have remembered off of TV. It sounded very detailed and very specific, and it really freaked everybody out. Um, and it's not something my family has ever really let go of. <laughs> yeah. And so that's really why I shared it with you today. <laughs> okay, I hope that you liked my story, um, and I like you guys. Oh, Josh. Thank yeah. you, Josh. That was great. That is so Modern day kids are just going to hear like hip hop songs. Like, <laughs> yeah, Where'd you yeah. hear that? And so why like, are you rapping? Why are you <laughs> very simple, slow raps? <laughs> it's uh, like run DMC shit. My, that's a, I've heard a lot of stuff like that about like First Nations or indigenous people or whatever, you know, and having experiences like that. Like my mom recently told me she grew up in Keokuk, Iowa, which apparently was home to a yeah. big, native population. You can tell from the name. Yeah, right. Keokuk. Yeah. And uh, she said, she, she told me recently that she used to have these nightmares all the time, these like crazy dreams where she was so young, um, you know, growing up in like the 50s, 60s yeah. of just like fires and like, you know, chanting and rituals <gasps> and stuff. Oh uh, my God. Yeah, like very vivid, specific dreams as a kid. And that's what she used to be afraid of. She used to be afraid of like the Indians, as she said, oh I'm putting quotes around God. it. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that so weird? Yeah, it's really, that's so wild. It's really weird, like in his story, because he he says like he's like I'm sure I didn't say this, but the indigenous people, like what did Canadians call 
uh, Native America because we call them Native American. I think but it's First Nations. First Nations, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I wonder what what is their bad word that they're not supposed to say that they used? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh right, yeah, right. I don't yeah. Know. maybe it was Indian because of the French Indian War, right? I see. Yeah. So, like, oh, I probably. Think it probably. Yeah. Um, just wasn't sure, but oh god, kids are too scary, you guys. Yeah. yeah I, anytime a kid gets into the equation, it's like fuck this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. oh, never gonna happen. I don't want a ghost kid around. I do not want a ghost kid around. I, I, the, I will say that like I do love hearing kids tell me like mm-hmm. like my niece and nephew will tell me like a, a scary thing that happened and sure. I really love listening yeah. to like their explanation and be like well what do you think it was mm-hmm. like like and just to like quiz them about it so I think like and a lot of times they're not scared which is not you yeah. know where it's just like oh that little boy in the corner right. who's like digging in his hand with a knife. He told me this thing. He's like, well, what? There's, there's something about like, children and animals that's kind of frightening because it's almost like they're so pure they're not making anything up. So yes. like yeah. when a dog just like stares at a wall oh, or yeah, like sure. a little kid says they see something, you're like, that. T- I don't think that kid's lying. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Why would they? Yeah. Whereas when an adult tells a story, you're a bit like, oh, you're yeah, all right, dude. You're, you're going a... through some shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like they would. <laughs> oh, God, what did they say when they, they would say they would see my grandmother? They say they saw Mama going into the closet oh. a lot. Wow. Oh, which it was it was in like Avery my niece's in, room so mm-hmm. it would have been my grandmother's closet where she kept oh. like her like fancy stuff sure, yeah. in like the guest room Wow. Uh, oh my god. She's like, god. she just, mama lives in the closet. I was like, well, no, she does. Oh, but that makes sense. That's wow. where she kept Whoa. her wigs. Oh, wow. where she kept her good wigs. Ooh. And her fancy dresses. Nice. Good wow. wigs, my grandmother fancy dresses. wanted to be Dolly Parton so bad. That's a great and desire. Before she died, she got to meet Dolly Parton and Aww. she just cried and oh, cried. Oh, that's amazing. She said, You're so beautiful. I love that. Or she Dolly said, Parton. Pretty. You're so pretty. And Dolly Parton said, well, so are you. Dolly Parton is so rad. Yeah. Yeah. More people need to want to be like her. Oh, she's the best. (laughs) She's the best. I saw her live. It was great. She does stand up. Like, she does stand up. It's a one woman show. Yeah. It's amazing. Someone at UCB, David Phillips, used to write for her. Really? Oh, that's so cool. You know David Phillips? Uh -uh. He writes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, Um, cool. But he was a UCB student. His dad was one of her physicians, like longtime physicians. And like when she found out he was doing comedy, she was like, I, I think he like wrote some of like some of her show stuff. But yeah. like she gets people to write for her. It's great. Yeah, she has and some really good jokes. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, and like I'm having I'm having a chest cold, which is like a problem with you know. She's like when you have when you have one my size, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so rad. She's the best. Yeah. Um Morgan this Dolly was so fun. Yeah, this yeah, was a blast. Thanks, thanks so for having much. me. Uh, yeah. Where should people find you? Um I'm at totally Morgan on pretty much everything. But go to my Instagram. That's where like you know, that's where you're that's putting where the good That's where all the, the good goods shit happens. Totally, totally Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Totally Morgan. Thanks yeah. so much thanks for so coming much. on. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to A Funny Feeling. If you have a paranormal experience that you would like to share, please send us a voice memo or you can email us just a letter at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. I'm Marcy. I'm Betsy. And don't shit your pants. That was a HeadGum Podcast.